Welcome to the Kingdom Minded Coach Podcast, a podcast all about purpose, vision, and mission in life and business. The goal? To help you discover purpose, launch your vision, and impact the world through your unique kingdom-driven purpose. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Kingdom Minded Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Angel Rivera, and today I'm bringing you episode 22 entitled, Five Things to Eliminate for Breakthrough. Five simple things that you need to eliminate to have breakthrough in your life, in your business, in your relationships. I don't care what it is, if you eliminate and proactively stop doing these five things I'm about to tell you right now, you will get better every single day. I don't know about you, but as a leader and as a person that has started his own business from the age of 22, I have always been on the other side of trying to figure out why I don't do what I'm supposed to do, what's stopping me dived into personal development like nobody's business, absorbed information, and tried to crack the code on how to become more productive, how to have a better mindset, how to achieve more in less time. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And over the last 15, 16, 17 years, some has helped, others not so much. But what I found is that if you decide to make changes on how you think you're going to get better 1% minimum every single day. And fortunately, you are going to learn some hacks on how you can get better faster as long as you put yourself in a position to be a student, to learn, to pray, to meditate, to forgive easy. A lot of the biblical principles found in Galatians 5 22. So here are five things that you can do right now to start eliminating or to start experiencing more breakthrough and start eliminating the excuses that stops us from achieving the greatness that God has for us. So number one, and this was huge, and I just spoke to my wife about this this morning, our intentions. I remember my grandmother would always have this saying, and she would say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions or even great intentions. Have you ever heard that? Um, I remember I remember as kids, um, I always had an intention to do something, and when I got caught not doing what I wanted to do because things got you know messed up, I would always say, ah, I didn't want to do that, you know? I, I, I didn't mean that. That wasn't what I intended my actions meant for something else to happen. Um, remember that as a leader or as you know, a, a spouse, a father, a mother, a brother, you're never going to be remembered by what you intended. Your church is not going to remember you by what you intended. Your spouse, your kids, your coworkers, the people that count on you as a leader. I learned this the hard way. I had great intentions. I had awesome vision, but I had no follow through primarily because most of the time I did what I wasn't supposed to be doing. But when I tried, I always told myself, God, my intentions are good, but why can't I make something happen? It's because I actually thought at the time that my intentions would at least get me to that next level if I was open about it and if I acknowledged and if I said sorry 
I was going to be able to be given grace. And as long as I stood there and my intentions were good, but not necessarily lined up with my actions, I would eventually get through. It's almost like just sneaking past that bouncer to get into that club you used to go to, right? You just got through or you just got past that test because last night you crammed and you crammed and you waited to the last minute and you just got by. That's what intentions is like. If you allow intentions to lead you, it's going to put you in a massive disadvantage and put you into even a delusional state that as long as you're thinking about it in your mind, then that's okay. Legacies are never built on intentions. Businesses are never built on intentions. You know, uh, um, a movements are never built on intentions. They are built on action. So stop hiding behind intentions and start acting with um, habits and a mindset and, and, and characteristic traits that put you into massive action to go and do something that you've never done before. That's true leadership. And if you find yourself doing something that you don't enjoy, then pick something else to do it with or pick something else to put your time into. Number two, and I think this one is really huge, um, is you get filled up with unnecessary things that you're doing. You get caught got caught up in busyness. You get caught up in meetings. You get caught up on phone calls, on conference calls. You get caught up in webinars. You get caught up in conversations that have no value, that bring no creative process into what it is that you're trying to do. Um, you get caught up in doing things that are not intentional and do not drive you into massive action. We waste so much time doing things that we shouldn't be doing. So I want you to think about writing down all the unnecessary things that you do on a daily basis. And again, call this your things not to do list. Write them down. What are you doing that is unnecessary right now? Are you wasting time? Are you putting attention in wrong things? Are you associating yourself with wrong people? Do you find yourself doing busy work? Okay, that's number two. Number three, and this one's huge, it's fear. Is is fear literally stops us from doing what God has called us to do. Fear is literally the assassination. It is the terrorist. It is the very thought, the very spirit that comes in and kills leadership. It kills hope. It kills inspiration, motivation. It kills courage. You know, so many people live in fear. I lived in fear. There's still fear that I am overcoming different levels. But the idea is, how do you view fear? What is holding you back from becoming the effective leader that God has called you to be? Everybody, leaders included, all feel fear. But the effective leaders, the ones that get things done, they push past it. Again, fear is the thief, the killer of hope. It kills courage. So what is the antidote, like what's the uh, the cure for fear? There's a lot of them. There's a lot of different things that you can do based on what it is that you fear. But be more afraid 
of not doing what you know you're supposed to do. The worst thing that we can do is not do what we're supposed to do out of fear and five, 10, 15 years from now have to hold the weight of regret and to be in a place where you can't get your time back to do what you've been called to do. So you have to allow your desire of the dream to be stronger than the fear that is stopping you from achieving that dream. Courage will grow. Inspiration will grow. You just got to get into massive action. And this is why the kingdom-minded coach was born. We teach people how to discover the purpose that God has for you. We then develop that purpose. We develop the vision. And then we deploy you into your vision, into the marketplace, into the world as a man or a woman that is ready to be an agent of change. The next one that I want to talk about, what do we have so far? So we had number one was do not lead by your intentions, lead by your actions. Number two, we have take inventory of all the unnecessary things that you're doing. Number three is eliminate fear. Learn how to make it your buddy and not your uh, not your bully, right? No, no bullies ever come at you with security. They come at you with insecurity. So fear is like the bully of the spirit. It comes at you to destroy you. Number four, and this is a huge one. This can come from a lot of different reasons, but most people don't move forward in what they're called to do because they want to They want to be liked and not disliked. And most of the time, and I'm just going to throw this out there, in order to be successful at anything that you do, and I want you to catch this, you have to polarize yourself, meaning that people have to see you, your audience has to see you taking a stand for something or else they're not going to know what to get behind. The reason why most people do not take a stand for what it is that they stand for is because they have a desire to be liked. Leadership requires you to take people to destinations they would not go without you being in their life. Leadership requires you to pave the way, to show the way, to coach the way, right? There's a huge challenge in this. It's difficult to take people where they don't see where they should naturally go. So as a leader, we have to be able to stand for something that for the most part is not going to be pleasing to most people. Think about it. As a, as a father, sometimes I have to tell my kids that they're going to do something that they're not going to like. And for that temporary moment in time, they're going to look at me and be like, "Ah, I don't want to do that, dad. I don't want to eat that, dad. It's the same thing in life. As a leader, you're going to have to choose what you stand for so people, when they follow you, they're not confused. When you try to people, please, you are going to confuse people. One person is going to want it one way, another person's going to want it another way, and they're going to start telling you as a leader what to do. 
You're going to start bending over backwards for people. You're going to start compromising your values. You're going to find yourself in a place of becoming codependent on everybody's needs. If you focused on being liked, you'll never lead. You'll never make a decision. You'll never make a choice. The reason why people follow other people is because they know where they stand. They know what they're going to fight for. They know what they can get behind. There is a polarizing difference between one view and another view. And that is huge. So if you're listening to this right now, you have to figure out what is it that I want to do with my life? How am I going to stand for this? And how can I help other people overcome? And how can they know that me as their leader can pave the way for them to have breakthrough? How can I do that? Write that stuff down. But I'm telling you, number one, they have to see you picking and standing up for something that you believe in. And the last one that I'm going to throw out there, and this sort of goes hand in hand, and I tell my kids this all the time, is you got to be selfless. You got to learn how to be selfless and you got to stop blaming other people. When we become selfish and we blame other people, we take responsibility off of ourselves and we put it on other people and then we stop to really evaluate the things that we're doing because then we become sort of semi-self-delusional and we think that it's everybody else's problem but our own. Try to get away from that, guys. You want to be selfless, go and serve people, go and help people, make it about them, not about yourself, right? And then last but not least, within that same construct is don't blame other people. The opposite of blame is responsibility. Great leaders such as yourself never assign blame to anybody else. We always assume responsibility. And from personal experience, I will tell you today that there is an area of your life, I don't care where you're at right now, if you are not happy, fulfilled, walking in purpose, and have a vision for your future, it's because you have not taken personal responsibility for an area in your life that could literally transform everything. So you deserve to stop today. You deserve to live a kingdom-driven purpose life that is on fire. Your life should be exuding hope, love, passion, purpose, not lethargicism, not being lazy, not being unwilling to change, not being a person that can uh, show joy and happiness and everything in between, right? In order to live a life on purpose, we have to start to eliminate things. And these five things that I just spoke about, if you eliminate them from your life and replace them with the exact opposite, your breakthrough will be right around the corner. It's going to happen. So again, just as a quick overview, lead with action, not with intention, right? First thing is, second thing is, Take out unnecessary things that you're doing in your life. Number three, figure out what you fear and go the opposite direction. Remember, fear is the killer of hope. It kills courage. It kills inspiration. The best way to confront fear is by going after your mission and fearing not accomplishing your purpose and your mission more than anything else in your life. The next thing is the desire to be like. That's number four. Get rid of the codependency the dependency that you may have and get rid of the desire to be liked and Number five, 
Get rid of get rid of selfishness, be selfless, and stop blaming others. Take responsibility. That's it, y'all. I hope you found this podcast useful. If you take those five things, write them down, apply them, start to eliminate them, and replace them with the Word of God, replace them with truth, replace them with massive action, and go after it, you will become successful, be more fulfilled, and have a passion for life that you never had before. And if you have any 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 questions whatsoever, you can always visit me at thekingdommindedcoach.com. We offer coaching. We're working on this amazing brand new course that's going to help people find their passion faster than ever before because that's what we do here at The Kingdom Minded Coach. We 100% want to help you find your passion. We want to develop your vision and then we want to launch you into the marketplace so that you can become everything that God has created to you to be. We discover, we develop, and we deploy you. So if that's of interest to you, go visit our website, check out our Facebook group. We have a free Facebook group where we offer training and a bunch of other cool stuff. And uh, if you get a chance, please uh, rate and review this podcast. Your rate and review helps our podcast reach the world. Until next time, guys, God bless, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you for tuning into the Kingdom Minded Coach Podcast with your host, Angel Rivera. We hope today's episode delivered clarity towards your kingdom-driven purpose, ignited a greater vision for your future, and inspired a deeper desire to embrace all that God has for you. If you have any questions or feedback for new topics or episodes, please connect with us by sending an email to info at thekingdommindedcoach.com. And don't forget to share the podcast with everyone you love and care about on all your favorite social media platforms. Remember, we're better together and sharing positivity brings us one step closer to true fulfillment. Until our next episode, pursue purpose, embrace change, and impact your world one person at a time. God bless.